That is the song for belting and being a ridiculous person. Yeah, that's a karaoke closer. The whole, like, did the rest of the band like it or not? I don't know. That could be made up. Well, there's definitely a story behind that one. She took the midnight train going anywhere. Yeah, you have stopped believing. This is a personal favorite among the I Should Know podcast. <laughs> I, I don't want to drag John Mayer, but they kind of does sound like him. I mean, assuming that story is true. The rest is history. Hello and welcome to the I Should Have Known podcast, where our quiz master will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. We are continuing our themed month for August, where our theme is Some Like It Hot. So we have been covering topics that are hot. And this is our final episode for this theme. We are covering hit songs from the Billboard Hot 100 list. So today our quiz master is Soups. Hello. And he will be presenting you with the stories behind four hit songs from the Billboard Hot 100. But one of his stories is made up. So you can join me, Andy, and our other host, Tanner, in trying to figure out which one of the four stories is a one-hit wonder. All right. Before we get into the songs and uh-huh. the stories, are you ready for this week's low-hanging fruit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope it's low-hanging. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's the question. Which Korean band's song, Butter, is currently the number one song of the summer according to the Billboard charts? It's definitely the one that broke all the records, the band that crossed over into the U.S. So it's BTS. That is correct. It's BTS. Okay, so for today's episode, what I've done is I've picked out four popular songs who had different ratings in the Billboard Hot 100. Mm -hmm. And all of these songs actually have some amazing stories in terms of how they were composed or how they came to life. Okay. Well, one's only amazing because you invented it. That's a big swing about your yeah, own story. Right. All these stories are amazing. <laughs> All right. You ready for song number one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Song number one. We Will Rock You by Queen. Mm-hmm. We Will Rock You released in October 1977. It was part of the album News of the World. It reached number four on Billboard Pop Chart. And was also inducted in the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2009. Wow. I didn't even know there was a Grammy Hall of Fame. (laughs) Wow. So some trivia facts for you to remember. Yes. But it didn't hit number one. No, it it reached number four. It peaked at number four. Oh, wow. We Will Rock You was the opening song of the album, followed by We Are The Champions. Ah. So We Will Rock You was basically a response to the audience becoming bigger than the show. By that time, Queen was so popular, the audience, they knew all the lyrics by heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So every time they would start singing, like the audience would just keep shouting. And so they had to actually stop playing because they couldn't play because the feedback was so loud. Mm. Yeah. So they would just stop and the audience would take over. (laughs) And so they decided that, you know, okay, we need to do something which actually includes the audience Uh in the song. Okay, I think I know where this is going. (laughs) So Will Rock You was written by Brian May, who was a lead guitarist, right? Mm -hmm. And We Are the Champions by Freddie Mercury. And the whole idea was to bring people together and let them sing it. Mm Mm-hmm. And now Brian May, he actually had a bachelor's degree in physics 
And so he referenced his physics education days <laughs> to create these massive stomping and clapping sounds. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he like replicated the feel of an arena in the recording. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so the audience could just join in right from the start. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like these songs are always played at sporting events. They're like mandatory. Yeah. You know? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's the story behind We Will Rock You. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I guess I kind of always thought that they just recorded a stadium full of people. I don't know. I guess I never thought about how that would work. Yeah. That's interesting. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I don't know how safe it is for me to do it, but I'm like, it's really hard for me to not do the stomp and clap yeah. <laughs> yeah. from uh, We Will Rock You right now. It gets in your head. It's, and then you- Yeah. It definitely. I mean, now that I found out the story when I was researching, I was like, Tch. <laughs> yeah, I can't like slap the table. Yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very hard not to get in karaoke yeah. zone. Yeah. Especially with We Are the Champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the song for belting and being a ridiculous person. Yeah, that's a karaoke closer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was just trying to think about where I could be alive. Mm. Maybe the whole physics education thing is made up. Maybe it wasn't at the peak of their queen mania and uh, it wasn't about the audience i thought it was going to be that they came up with like the stomp and clap as a way of like engaging them so it's like stop singing and just stomp and clap shut <laughs> like, your mouth shut your mouth stop let singing. us sing yeah. yeah let us sing but you guys can stomp and clap you're involved so you're a part of this i love that idea <laughs> like, imagine going you know telling your fans like you cannot sing out loud like yeah. all you can do is just clap yeah, yeah. <laughs> We ready for song number two? Yeah. Ready. Okay. The name of the song is Dear John by Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. Well, there's definitely a story behind that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard this story. <laughs> well, I think we all know that Taylor Swift is a pro at creating songs, describing her past relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. So Dear John released in 2010. And it also, like We Will Rock You, peaked at number four on the Billboard charts. Very interesting how that works because like, I mean, I'm not saying Dear John's not like a good song or anything, but like it's not lasting and iconic like We Will Rock You. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. I guess like she just had no competition at the time. That's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking. It's about the songs that are out at the same time. Right. Yeah. Do you know who she was referring to? John Mayer. Wow, that's bingo. Yeah. Yes. Nice. She was 19 at this time, and she was dating John Mayer, who was about 12 years older than her. Well, Taylor Swift never said it outright that it was about John Mayer, but the references were clear enough for people to draw conclusions. Yeah, I also think, like, for people our age, we don't get the reference in the title. You know, oh. like a Dear John letter. Right. Yeah. Like, I think to a lot of people our age, it was just literally like, Dear John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't get the reference. Yeah, exactly. She was basically explaining a Dear John letter. Dear John letter is a letter usually a woman writes to their partner, basically informing them of their breakup when they have found somebody else. Mm-hmm. But here comes the twist. Um, John Mayer was pretty upset with the song. And he was confused why Taylor Swift had to be so mean. (laughs) Oh, no. He felt humiliated. He told Rolling Stone magazine, and I quote, I never did anything to deserve that. It was a really lousy thing for her to do. Mm. Okay. So he made his feelings very clear. 
I, I don't want to drag John Mayer, but it kind of does sound like him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. What also, the heck? <laughs> like, she's still not as old as he was at the time. Yeah. You know, That's true. like currently yeah. In, yeah. in 2021. I feel like, yeah, you have a lot more responsibility when you're dating a literal teenager. Mm-hmm. You're basically dating a child. Yeah. She's only just not a child, mm-hmm. you know, and you're a full blown adult. Yeah. And in his case, he has been for a while. Yeah, maybe you didn't realize how fragile she could have been at 19. Maybe that was the point of the song. I don't know. Okay. We ready for song number three? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Song number three. Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> this okay. one is a, this is a personal favorite among the I Should Feel <laughs> So, Dreams, part of the album Rumors, mm-hmm. also released in 1977. Dreams sold more than one million copies and it was... Fleetwood Mac's only single that reached the number one spot on Billboard Hot 100. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you know the story behind Dreams? I know there are a lot of um, rumors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when they were recording the album, everyone in the band was going through a breakup because, you know, they were all dating each other. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. And most of the songwriting was done on an individual basis. So Stevie Nicks, who wrote the song, did like a rough take and recorded it on a cassette. Um, the other band member, Christine McVie, actually found the song boring and wasn't convinced. And Nicks had to beg to have the other band members listen to the song and get it included in the album. <laughs> and the rest is history. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know one of the stories is that the band kept dating each other and it was a mess. Yeah. Caused a lot of great songs, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we ready for the final song of this episode? Ready. All right. I'm not going to sing, but why don't I start with the lyrics of the song? Just a small town girl. Living in a lonely world. Hey, remember when I said before <laughs> that we were going to go on a journey? <laughs> she took the midnight train going anywhere. All right. So this song, it's Don't Stop Believing by Journey. This song actually came out in June 1981 in the album Escape. And it peaked to number nine in the Billboard Hot 100 and was on the chart for 16 weeks. Wow. Nice. Nice. Uh, probably one of my favorite all-time rock classics. Yeah. yeah. It's another good karaoke one. Uh-huh. Super fun karaoke song too. Yeah. Um, my association of this song is the Sopranos uh, series finale. Mm-hmm. So the story behind this song, mm-hmm. the band's keyboardist, Jonathan Kane, he moved from Chicago to LA to make it big in the music industry, but things weren't going according to plan. Mm-hmm. So this one evening, he was pretty disappointed with himself and sort of just walking around downtown LA when a homeless dude stopped him and asked for money. He didn't have any, but the homeless guy could see that Jonathan was in pain. So two of them just started to chat about dreams and hope. And Kane told the man that he wanted to be a musician, but nothing's ever happening. And he's actually thinking that, okay, maybe I should just shut shop and move back to Chicago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The homeless man told him, don't go home, keep at it, don't stop believing. Mm -hmm. Soon after, things were like kind of falling into place and he actually joined Journey as their keyboard player, replacing another band member. 
Mm-hmm. And one evening, you know, they had this album to finish and there was only one song that was <laughs> remaining. And so they were going through notebooks and discussing notes and they came across this uh-huh. phrase, don't okay. stop believing. And they wrote the song and recorded it. And that's how you have wow. don't stop believing. Okay. But am I going to stop believing <laughs> that that's a real story? <laughs> Some advice from an unlikely source. Interesting. Yeah, did he go back and like give the, the <laughs> homeless guy money? <laughs> yeah, you know? come on. Come on. Yeah, I'm not sure if he found him again. He should definitely get royalties for that. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, assuming that story is true. Yeah, right. Maybe Soup should get some. Yeah. <laughs> for creativity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So those were my four songs. Okay. I'll remind you what the four songs were. Okay. Okay. So the four songs were song number one, We Will Rock You by Queen. Song number two, Dear John by Taylor Swift. Song number three, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. And song number four, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Hmm. One of them is not 100% true. Hmm. It is not hot 100% true. Okay. Do you have any ideas Uh, running through your head? The ones that um, jump out at me as maybe less probable are Journeys and Taylor Swift's. Okay, interesting. So I thought that the um, the Taylor Swift one is just kind of really well known. Uh I guess that could be the trick. Everyone thinks it's about John Mayer, but like, no, it's actually about Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles. They, they dated, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess maybe that could be it. Like, mm-hmm. I guess. I know that like the whole Fleetwood Mac thing is that there are like tons of stories, but I do know that Stevie Nicks wrote that song. Okay. The whole like, did the rest of the band like it or not? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That could be made up. Um. Yeah, Journey sounds like they made that story up after they had written the song. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it <laughs> mythical. Yeah. I'm going to go with um, Taylor Swift. I'm going to say it's about someone else. <laughs> it is about a breakup, but it's about someone else. Yeah. Yeah. The the John thing is like a... It's a red herring. Yeah, exactly. All right. That's a good one. I guess I will go with number four. Don't stop believing. Sounds like a made up story. Yeah, you have stopped believing. Yeah, I have stopped believing. <laughs> that one's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that one. Great. Okay. Andy, as you guessed, song okay. number four is a lie. Jonathan Kane, he was out on a walk one evening and his dog had an accident and he didn't have any money. So he phoned his dad back in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. And while he was chatting with his dad... He was like, you know, I can't do this. Should I come back home? Uh-huh. And his dad said, no, keep at it. Don't stop believing. Oh, wow. Oh, it was his dad. Oh, it's advice from his dad. Oh, that's adorable. See, that? that's a much better story than the homeless guy. Yeah. Also, because they definitely owe that homeless guy some money. <laughs> so I can see, I'm sure he paid his dad back. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I love that it's such a feel-good story. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media for extra fun facts and to just talk with us because we're cool people and we would love, love, love to hear from all of you. If you love, love, love us back, you could show your love by supporting us on Patreon. 
you can do that at the link in the description. And this is the last episode of our Some Like It Hot themed month for August. Next month will be normal topics that we choose. And if you would like to suggest one, please do. You can find many ways to do that in the links in the description. And as always, thanks for listening. I should have known.